Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome. Today I'm answering some specific questions about how sugar affects cognitive function. This particular topic has come about in an interesting way through a special request that I received. A short time ago, a young lady named Scarlett sent me an email. She had listened to some of the Sugar Switch podcast episodes and decided to reach out to me for help with a special project. Scarlett is studying grade 11 at an international high school in Australia, and in her studies, she has a subject called Research Project. For her research project, Scarlett decided to conduct a study into the question, and I quote, How and why does the increase of sugar intake affect someone's cognitive function? End of quote. This is a brilliant research question, and it's a very deep question. Scarlett sent me several related questions, and she wanted to interview me, which would have been great. There was only one issue. Scarlett and I live in two very different time zones, where there is more than 15 hours time difference. This made it virtually impossible to find a suitable interview time that would work for both of our schedules. So instead of doing an interview, Scarlett gave me permission to use her name and her questions to record this episode, and she will be able to download the audio. That means that you, the wonderful listener, are going to benefit from Scarlett's Year 11 school research project. How awesome is that? This young lady is already making a positive impact in the world before she's even finished high school. That is so fantastic. Way to go, Scarlett. In this episode, I will answer the exact questions which Scarlett has asked me. Question 1. What are the effects of sugar on the body and the brain? Question 2. In what way does sugar affect the brain? Question number 3. What are the reasons behind why sugar can affect someone's cognitive function? Question 4. What other foods or drinks can have a similar effect on cognitive function? Question 5. Of the various sugars, does one have a greater effect than the others? If so, why is this? Question 6. Are there short and long-term effects of having cognitive impairment due to sugar? Question number 7. Does sugar and cognitive impairment have the same effect on everyone? If so, why is this the case? Throughout the many episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast, there is related information to all of Scarlett's questions. Towards the end, I will give a list of related episodes. I want to thank Scarlett for these very interesting questions and for the research project, which all of us can benefit from. Thank you, Scarlett. So let's get started. Question number one. What are the effects of sugar on the body and the brain? Sugar has wide-reaching negative effects throughout the body, including the brain. We'll talk about the brain in question number two. Sugar and sugary foods cause a spike in insulin production, which can start a surge of biochemical reactions that lead to a long list of health issues. Sugar has been linked to many health issues like insulin resistance, prediabetes, and diabetes. The body's pancreas and insulin system become abused and unbalanced. Bone health issues because of the acid-forming nature of sugar and refined foods. Premature aging 
Sugar affects the telomeres of your body's cells. Fatty liver disease, because of a form of sugar called fructose, which will be another entire episode in the future. Inflammation, caused by a high amount of sugar and refined foods that have no nutrition. Joint pain, including arthritis, which are usually related to inflammation. Heart and stroke issues. Digestive issues, because sugar can change the microbiome in the gut. Low-functioning immune system, because toxic refined foods and sugars suppress the immune system. Autoimmune disorders, which are often related to the inflammation that sugar causes. Kidney issues. Cancer, which has been found to use sugar as fuel to help it grow. Brain-related issues, including depression, low levels of the hormone serotonin, anxiety, and learning difficulty. Question number two. In what way does sugar affect the brain? Sugar affects the brain quite differently than it affects the rest of the body because of the complexity of the brain, the neurons, the neurotransmitters, and the phenomenal number of functions the brain performs. And there's a little bit more to sugar and your brain than you might think. Your brain needs to have the right amount and the right type of sugar as its energy source in order to function properly. Production and effective operation of neurotransmitters, your brain's chemical messengers, requires a tremendous amount of energy. That energy comes from glucose. I'll talk more about glucose when I answer question number five about the types of sugar. If the brain does not have enough energy, fewer neurotransmitters will be produced and communication between the neurons will be less effective. This leads to poor attention and reduced cognitive function, which shows up in your body as brain fog, mental confusion, poor memory, reduced ability to learn, and overall fatigue. All of these effects are the typical result of sudden low blood sugar after a sugar high, as experienced with sugar addiction, prediabetes, and diabetes. Here are some of the effects that excessive amounts of sugar have on the brain. Sugar can diminish mental capacity and cognitive functioning, leading to dementia or even Alzheimer's. Prediabetics and diabetics are four times as likely to have dementia related to sugar. Sugar can reduce memory and recall. Too much sugar can cause the depletion of B vitamins, which inhibits the brain's ability to produce and utilize the hormone serotonin. Sugar can be a major factor in depression. Sugar has been linked to decreased brain size. Sugar affects your brain's systems that signal you to stop eating. Sugar, particularly fructose, has a very big impact on the chemicals in the brain. Dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, GABA, and even your adrenal glands. Question number three. What are the reasons behind why sugar can affect someone's cognitive function? There are several reasons. Lower BDNF. Excessive sugar lowers your levels of BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is a protein that is crucial for the growth of neurons and the communication between neurons. Depression and dementia have been linked to low levels of BDNF. Too much insulin. Excess sugar consumption and continually forcing your body to produce too much insulin causes insulin resistance. Insulin resistance diminishes levels of BDNF, which can affect the brain's ability to learn and form memories. Excessive glucose. Even though all your cells, including your brain cells, require glucose for energy, too much can be harmful. Some glucose is good, but too much is harmful because it can cause aging of the cells, memory and cognitive deficiencies, and it can damage the nerve connections within your brain. Effect of zero nutrition foods. 
Natural sugars found in whole, unrefined foods have a completely different effect on your body and your brain than added sugars from refined or junk foods. Whole foods contain nutrition that eases the effect of the natural sugar. Refined foods and refined sugars have zero nutrition and they're very harmful. Inflammation. Consuming highly refined foods and excessive amounts of sugar is one of the causes of toxicity and inflammation in the body. Inflammation can affect the brain and the neurons, causing difficulty with learning and memory. Question number four. What other foods or drinks can have a similar effect on cognitive function? Alcohol and drugs come to mind. Both of these are considered to be substances, not food, even though alcohol is in the form of beverages. Alcohol. Alcohol enters the bloodstream and is distributed very quickly through the body. Eating food while consuming alcohol will slow down the absorption rate of alcohol. Alcohol easily crosses the blood-brain barrier, which causes alcohol concentrations in the brain and the blood to equalize rapidly. People who drink excessively, people who are addicted, develop intolerance to the intoxicating effects of alcohol, either chronically or acutely. This is caused by molecular changes in the brain. Once the person stops drinking, they can experience neurological signs of withdrawal, which can include tremors, distortion of visual, auditory, and sensory perceptions, possibly even nightmares or hallucinations, convulsions or seizures, incoherent thinking, and speech. There are some short-term effects of alcohol, which affect the body and the brain, Cravings. Excessive alcohol consumption sets up a craving for more alcohol, creating a downward spiral. Consuming unhealthy beverages that are harmful to the body, like soda or diet soda. These beverages are full of sugar and or chemicals. They have no nutritional value. They're very acidic often causing an acid alkaline imbalance in the body and they cause many health issues causing the pancreas to produce excess insulin leading to blood sugar issues prediabetes diabetes and excessive weight gain insulin is the fat storing hormone malnutrition if alcohol is always consumed with highly refined junk foods that are high in calories and have no nutrition they fill up the stomach making a person feel full. The combination of alcohol and these foods can actually rob the body of proper nutrition. Or malnutrition can occur if alcohol is consumed in place of nutritious meals, such as habitual liquid lunches at a pub. Impaired judgment and or risky behavior, causing people to do things they normally would not do. There are some negative long-term effects on the brain. Dementia. Heavy alcohol consumption speeds up the normal age-related shrinking process of the brain, which can affect the memory-related areas of the brain. Depression, seizures or epilepsy, neurological disorders, sometimes from nutritional deficiencies, thiamine in particular, especially with long-term alcoholism. Sometimes there's damage to the nerves, damage to the brain, which is alcohol withdrawal syndrome and dementia and sometimes damage to peripheral nerves causing numbness or weakness, called neuropathy, or damage to the muscles, called myopathy. This can result in incontinence, constipation, erectile dysfunction, pins and needles in the extremities, and more. Drugs. Current research is showing that sugar addiction is very close to drug addiction in terms of how it affects the brain and the difficulty or withdrawal issues people have in recovering from sugar addiction. Brain science that has taken place in the last five years have pretty much proven, using MRI, that drugs, alcohol, and sugar all have the exact same effects on the brain. 
Drugs, alcohol, and sugar all stimulate the need for the brain's feel-good chemicals like dopamine, which is part of the brain's chemical reward system. So when you're craving sugar, drugs, or alcohol, your brain is actually craving a dopamine hit. But it's manifesting itself in your life as a craving for sugar, drugs, or alcohol. Question number five. Of the various sugars, does one have a greater effect than the others? If so, why is this? This question is kind of like a double-sided coin. Here's the first side of the coin. Your body uses a form of sugar called glucose as its main source of fuel. It fuels all the cells throughout your entire body, including your brain. It gives you energy for everything you do. Your body produces some glucose and you obtain the rest from the food you eat. There's an important caveat to glucose. Your body needs the right amount of glucose from the right source. What is the right source? Carbohydrates from whole, minimally refined foods that are nutrient dense. Note, the wrong source is carbohydrates from refined foods and junk foods that have zero nutrition. What is the right amount? Consuming a moderate amount of whole, minimally refined foods at one time, a snack or a meal, would be considered the right amount. Podcast episode TSSP012, Does My Body Need Sugar? and TSSP040, Are There Any Healthy Sugars? give more information about this. Also, episode TSSP037, Sugar in Your Liver, tells you more about another type of sugar called fructose. Fructose is another whole topic for a future episode. So let's look at the second side of this coin. Your body doesn't need excessive amounts of added sugars, which are the sugars that you add to your foods or sugars that are already added to the foods you buy. Let's talk more specifically about the types of sugar that are consumed as added sugars and what the human body sees as sugar. There are two basic categories of sugar. One is unrefined sugars or minimally refined sugars that are found in nature, which are considered to be healthy. The second one is refined sugars that have been chemically treated in a variety of ways which are deemed to be unhealthy because of the refining and the many chemicals. Important to note that sugar is still sugar whether it's unrefined or refined. The type of sugar makes a difference on how it affects the body and also the amount consumed makes a big difference. Any type of sugar needs to be used in small amounts because large amounts have been proven to be harmful. In other words, even the healthiest type of sugar on the planet can be harmful if it's consumed in large quantities. Let me say that again. It's really important. Even the healthiest sugar in the world is harmful if you consume a lot of it. When talking about sugar, there is one more category, refined foods. Technically, refined foods are not sugar. They're considered to be food. They look like food and they're marketed like food. But the problem is, they don't act like food when you eat them. They act like sugar when you eat them. The body sees them exactly as sugar, digests them exactly as sugar, and they have the same effect as sugar. They are powerfully damaging to the human body. Here's why refined foods are damaging and why they are the same as sugar to the human body. Almost all refined foods contain some form of sugar. In fact, most of them contain very large amounts of refined sugars. Most refined foods do not contain any nutrients that the body can use. They are void of nutrition, which causes them to digest the same way as sugar. Refined foods fill up your tummy, but leave you nutritionally starving. Almost all refined foods contain unhealthy fats, harmful chemicals, fillers, stabilizers, preservatives, and dyes. These are toxic to your body. Question number six. 
are there short and long-term effects of having cognitive impairment due to sugar i would have to say the cognitive effects whether short-term or long-term depend completely on the individual person question number seven answers this more in terms of people's unique bioindividuality. it's impossible to make blanket statements or all-encompassing statements about how long the effects of cognitive impairment from sugar will last. I don't believe that enough research has been done on that. And I don't know of any type of studies or research that talks about whether cognitive impairment from sugar can be reversed. At this point in time, I don't believe there is any reliable information available. Question number seven. Does sugar and cognitive impairment have the same effect on everyone? If so, why is this the case? That's a good question. The answer is no, it absolutely does not have the same effect on everyone. It would be completely inaccurate to state that any food or substance will affect every person in exactly the same way. It's impossible because each person is different and unique. No two people are exactly alike. Even identical twins or triplets are not exactly alike. We call this bioindividuality. You are not exactly the same as your mother, your father, siblings, or any other relative, even though you may have a genetic connection. You are not the same as your friends or neighbors either. Each person is bio-individual. Therefore, the way sugar affects each person will be slightly different. That includes cognitive impairment. Some people are more sensitive to the effects of sugar than other people. Some people's brains and cognitive ability are more affected by sugar than other people's. It's a fair statement to say that research has proven that sugar can have a certain negative effect on cognitive ability. That's a general true statement. However, it is not at all accurate or true to say that consuming sugar will have a negative effect on everyone's cognitive ability. Let's talk about related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. You may want to grab a pen and paper. There's a long list of related episodes. TSSP-002, the blood sugar roller coaster. TSSP-012, does my body need sugar? TSSP-014, prediabetes, a serious warning sign. TSSP-017, how sugar affects bone health. TSSP-018-021, hidden sugar series. TSSP-022, exercise sugar and your brain. TSSP-023-025, sugar and aging series. TSSP-030-035, sugar and your brain series. TSSP-037, sugar and your liver. TSSP-040, are there any healthy sugars? TSSP-048 and 049, refined foods, parts 1 and 2. TSSP-052 to 056, sugar addiction, parts 1 to 5. TSSP-063 to 069, sugar and inflammation series. TSSP-072, insulin resistance, a serious condition. TSSP-081-083, the Stress Sugar Connection Series. TSSP-092-097, your Immune System Series. TSSP-108, oh my God, I've been hijacked by sugar. TSSP-113-115, oh no, am I really addicted to sugar? Series. Here's the one-minute recap. In this episode, I answer Scarlett's interview questions that all feed into the big question, how and why does the increase of sugar intake affect someone's cognitive function? The questions covered the effects of sugar on the body and the brain, the ways that sugar affects the brain, 
the reasons why sugar can affect someone's cognitive function other foods or drinks or substances that can have a similar effect on cognitive function the various sugars and each of their effects the short and long-term effects of having cognitive impairment due to sugar whether or not sugar and cognitive impairment have the same effect on everyone then i gave a very big list of related episodes of the sugar switch podcast here's the bottom line sugar has wide-reaching negative effects throughout the body and the brain damage to the body includes serious health issues like prediabetes diabetes fatty liver heart and stroke issues inflammation joint pain digestive issues suppressed immune system autoimmune disorders and the list goes on damage to the brain includes impaired ability of neurons and neurotransmitters addiction through continual stimulation of the brain's natural reward system chemicals learning and memory impairment diminished mental and cognitive ability including dementia and alzheimer's lower serotonin levels depression and anxiety while there is no information regarding shorter long-term effects of sugar on brain health i do know from both coaching and personal experience that many physical effects of sugar can be reversed i'm walking talking living proof of this and so are my clients as a certified health coach i guide women to create great health and energy as opposed to serious health issues through switching out sugar and junk foods and replacing them with real nutrient-dense foods the idea is to switch out of something that's powerfully damaging and into something that is powerfully health creating my experience in this has been beyond powerful and continues to be my ongoing guide i believe this switch saved my life and it can save your life too inquire about my coaching programs you can find me on facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash kathy orman sugar switch there's always lots of interesting info on my profile page or you can contact me through the sugarswitchpodcast.com. Do you want to get the most value from each Sugar Switch podcast episode, but no time to take notes? We've got you covered. You can now get all the Sugar Switch podcast episodes in written format from our awesome transcript library, which you can access 24-7 to get all the written details and benefits from each episode. You can subscribe to the Sugar Switch podcast transcript library by going to thesugarswitch.com forward slash order forward slash tssp dash t-r-a-n-s-c-r dash l-i-b-r-a-r-y one forward slash until next time i encourage you to switch out harmful foods and switch in real nutrient-dense foods one step at a time bye for now Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.